Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's morning time. Time for John and Lance to open their daily present of a brand new open. I've never had the motivation to get someone pregnant. Those interns out there better watch it with Dell. Oh, what is he doing to me? That's right, Dell. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia. 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 You should hear Johnny's trying to get fired. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia. 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 What is he doing to me? Doing to me. I'm convinced he knows he's leaving at the end of this month. I'm the most positive person you know. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Good Wednesday morning, everybody. John and Lance along with Dell here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I am the most positive person that you you know. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to your overs and unders for Astros season totals, a lot of times Texans season totals, you're not positive when it comes to Jalen Green. I am positive. I'm positive that it's probably going to get traded. No, you're. That's not being a positive. Well, not. I, I'm not anti Jalen Green. I, I'm, no, I'm really not. The streets are saying. No, I'm not anti. The streets Green. have said you're anti Jalen Green and a quote unquote hot hair. You know what? That's a fancy way of saying hot hair. Hot hair. You're a oh, hot hair. No, I'm not a hater. I'm not at all a hater. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. That's right. You ain't popping like this. No, Jalen's popping. You got to pop. Jalen's popping. You're not popping. I'm popping. Um, no, if you ain't got, got no a lot haters, of haters, you do have some I got, haters. I got haters. Oh, no, trust me. Have you ever noticed people who call you a hater are usually the biggest haters? Yeah, they're haters. That's yeah. the ironic part. My my draft grades are getting ready to come out, and um, I think today, and the, there will be a new set of hate that comes out. Although, typically, actually, the people who look at draft grades and scouting profiles respect my work. It's the mock draft losers. That are the ones I got to watch out for. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's hating yeah. on them. Yeah. Mock draft losers. Uh, I, mean, I don't think it's hating if you say a factual thing, no, right? No, I just think well, that. Well, you've been aggressive from the moment you walked in the room. Yeah. You been. said some things about uh, John's shoes that weren't very nice. <laughs> Franks and beans? No, shoes. You said some I things mean, about John's shoes. Some ugly things. I, you said I mean, Velcro. I got some what Velcro. Do do? That's all. I don't have ties. I don't, have, and I, I got some Velcro. That's all. I just right. not used to seeing grown people with Velcro. That's all. And what did you say? Yeezy. Most. Because here's the deal. These are Yeezys. Here, because here's the no, they're not Yeezys. I thought you said they're Yeezys. No, here's the deal: is they're easy to take on and off when you go play golf. I got to put my 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 golf shoes on. You so you just look. no because well see that's that's why you can't even walk without falling down okay uh, actually they're extremely comfortable you are like you don't tie them up real tight well I don't like to so yeah, yeah that's you why you can. fall down I saw somebody on humans getting hurt or some account like that where this guy threw Was it you? no oh. but he threw a he threw a ball forward and then it's almost comedic where he starts stumbling forward and like trying to catch himself for about. 15 yards? Kind of like you at the Super Bowl. And then he crashed into something. I'm like, I'm like well, that's what I was like. I didn't look like this. Did I? <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of because I'm thinking, how do you not either go down or catch yourself? Like, you can't keep doing this for 
15 yards where you crash into a stage. Self-aware, Dell? Well, self, is there any self-awareness? Maybe the AI is becoming never, self-aware. Never has been. Look, computer vision, you have to feed a computer data. You have to feed them video or feed them information. They, they become more they become smarter and more self that is an example of maybe I'm becoming more self-aware because I was fed a video that maybe that said, maybe, you know, know maybe, you are. maybe this is what I know. I'm the, yeah. I'm the computer now no. where I, well, I'm a numbers or, guy. Makes sense. Or and your saying, laptop knows, Hey, look at my owner. <laughs> oh, you mean the algorithm? Yes. It's figured out my algorithm. Figure out your al- look, well, I don't need to worry down. about people sending me lightning strikes, killing soccer players because I'm sure you saw that one. Yep. I got that wow, no just, less than 15 times sent oh to me. Hey, look, look at this guy die from lightning strike. Oh, thank you. That's comforting. Wow. That I don't know if something. he died, but I'm just going to assume he did. ESPN just had Saquon on. There mm-hmm. are multiple, multiple stories about Saquon coming to the Texans. About who, who would be the best fit. How about one AFC South team that would be the best fit for Saquon Barkley? See, here's the thing. It would shock me, and I'll tell you why. Saquon's not a zone scheme runner. He's a dancer up to the line of scrimmage. He is the exact opposite. I think people would end up being disappointed because if the run blocking is not good, if he doesn't have a clear point of entry, he is not a zone scheme runner. It's one of the big problems he has, which is what Damian Pierce has trouble with. counter to that, the Texans are not a good zone scheme blocking organization, okay? And in counter to that, I would say this. If, well, with the with the line they had last yes, year, yes, they were not good. You didn't have Kenyon. They Green weren't there. good. You didn't have what? You Kenyon wasn't there. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I don't know if he's going to do well this okay. year. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Or are you going to be a hater? The guy who was awful the year before. Rookie yeah, you didn't season. have him there. Big deal anyway. It was rookie season. So let me ask you this: If is Saquon Barkley one of the best, better, if not? Well, he's top. Is he top ten running back in the NFL? The answer is clearly yes. Clearly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, clearly. And and here's the deal. We talk about this all the time. If a coach can't, if you, players can't adapt to a coach's system, that's on the coach. You have to adapt to your players. Mm. And if this isn't the best scheme for Saquon Barkley, Dude, then change your scheme no. because you've got one of the best running backs in the league. No, the scheme is also based on the the outside zone scheme is what sets up mesh points and timing of the passing routes. That you're basically saying, hey, let's do some things that aren't as good for CJ Stroud for Saquon. Screw that. Well, I'd rather have Josh Jacobs and and let's and let's keep the same thing. Well, show me another running back. Go get me a go get me Jonathan Brooks from. From University of Texas uh, in the late second, maybe I'll take or Jalen Wright from Tennessee. Like I don't, I'm not a man. I do not believe in changing your your fight. Well, everything about this scheme is based on outside. First job. of all, I don't believe that Saquon Barkley can't is as good a runner as he is that he can't adapt or no, be better. He can't. What? Okay, he, it's just he doesn't see like he doesn't have. This is something that I, I'm just telling you with a hundred percent certainty. This goes from studying. With my dad, the zone scheme, talking about with Kubiak studying Alex Gibbs stuff, talking with Terrell Davis at NFL Network one time about this. Uh, he is not like he is not. You have to you have to read. So you make your reads up front into tackle. Sometimes you can read up to your linebacker. And when you see what it feels like, you have to know what the what it's going to run lane feels like. You put your foot in the ground and you go. And there's no hesitation. He's more of a gap scheme guy where he knows he's going to the A gap, he's going to the B gap, he knows where it is, and 
the blocking is different and he's headed to the gap. This is where you have to read and have a feel and, and Saquon, and I wrote it up and even in college, I would go back to my notes. Like it tells you don't run zone scheme with Saquon. I'm just telling you, I'm warning people right now. He's great. So he'll still, I mean, you know, he's still, he would still be effective. I'm not saying yeah, well, he won't be it. effective, that, that's but exactly I, ain't changing, my point. I ain't changing nothing well, that, that's for Saquon point. Barkley. Is he Saquon Barkley? He will still be well, good. Well, I, I take it back. They do run some ga- they do run some gap scheme gap scheme stuff. Not not everyone's just pure outside zone anymore. However, a lot of it is based on that, and I don't think and I think Saquon will need a clear point of entry to be a guy who's decisive. I think he'll be a little indecisive, and that's just you know that's what hurt him uh, early on with the when the Giants' running game the blocking wasn't as great. He couldn't get his own yards. Uh, with anything but power because he just couldn't read the fronts as well. I'm just not as – and look, I like an idiot, I pay for Saquon Barkley in our auction every year. I don't know why I end up with Saquon Barkley. It's like when I used to tell people, ugh, I would never touch Jamal Lewis. This is after his two – you know, this is later in his career. Every year I ended up with Jamal Lewis somehow. Like, what am I doing? Uh But I would rather have Josh Jacobs. Why aren't we talking well, about Josh I Jacobs? Because Josh Jacobs is probably going to get franchised, you would think. I would – I would It'd think they're the not going to let Josh Jacobs win. The smart move would be to franchise him. You can't yeah. do that if you're the Giants. No. No, 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 no. And, and I think Josh Jacobs is not going to be available. I think Tennis, now, Tennessee, it would make sense for me for Tennessee to Josh do it. Josh Jacobs is going to be the most expensive guy. Now, the, the salary cap went up to $250 million yesterday or the day before, whatever the case may be. And so the Texans are going to have plenty of room somewhere, 60-plus million. They're going to spend it somewhere. Is running back the best? Because no. that top running back, Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley, it's making money. To me, uh, yeah, but you know, based on the numbers, it's probably not going to be more than twelve, twelve and a half million a year. I'm not saying that's a small number. Oh, that's a big number. It's a chunk. You know, for you, me, look, how do you prioritize? Look at the you, production that you got for two and a half million last year. How do you prioritize it? I think that's free agents. Where, where's your pri- where's your priority? With my free priority, agents? yeah, with free agents, defensive line first. Okay, and you you saying pass rush too, or do you make Jonathan Grenard a? a, a I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you the GM now. Good. We do that with me all the time. Well, what are you doing with Jonathan Grenard to start with? What's no, your, well, what's your philosophy? What's out there? Okay, hold on. Right. <clears throat> if Josh Allen isn't that much more, I'm, I want Josh Allen. Will be franchised. He 100%. will be franchised yeah. as well. So, okay. So, which free agents are available? That's, that's okay. I'm pulling that up right now for you. Okay. I'm pulling it up right now, and I want to see um, Chris Jones. I don't believe is leaving Kansas City. No, so, I don't either. No. Uh, would you? I wouldn't mind Matt weekend. Yeah, Matabuike makes sense. Is this your is okay? So defensive line is your number one. Number priority. one defensive line, and okay. it's not only mine. I heard it from D'Amico. D'Amico's number one is we got to get better on the defensive that's line. That's actually a good point. Yeah, now so, that could be in the so draft. That's more important. Than I'm telling you, think. where the Texans draft, it's unlikely they take a D tackle. Just I know what the slotting looks like. You'd well, have to trade. You'd have to trade back uh, or trade up, and you're ain't trading keeps, up. Everybody keeps putting the Illinois. Well, you, you could get a yeah, you could get Johnny Newton, but you know what? I watched a Penn State center yesterday who I didn't even know. Some kid who came from Cornell, then went to Penn State, uh, Norzad or something. This guy's whipping Johnny Newton's ass. I'm like, and, and I realized when I watched Newton's tape, I gave him a second round grade, and I'm like, why is everyone else higher? You know, I'm watching him. He's second round, and I remember I watched Penn State, but I wasn't thinking about the center at the time. I'm just watching Newton. And then I'm watching the center. I'm like, dude, this center's a starting center. He's actually really good. He's a good center who no one's talking about. And I'm watching Newton, and Newton's not having a big impact. The Johnny Newton stuff, Jerzon Newton, Jerzon. as they call him, he's Johnny, yeah. is what they'll call him. But 
Johnny, and that's not me messing up his name. He mm-hmm. literally is going to be called Johnny because it is a coin flip if I'm messing up the name. But Johnny Newton is not going to have the impact, uh, I think, that some people think is a first-rounder. He may go in the first, but I don't want the Texans to draft him in the first. I think they can get – you know, I am, I'm almost getting on board with wide receiver there. I'm almost getting on board with wide receiver. I had a really interest. I got a phone call. My wife goes, Lance, your phone's ringing. It's Steve Smith. I'm like, get it. Because if I don't answer Steve's, I could get punched in the face. Oh, no, you don't. You have to answer. So I answer, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Smitty? And we start talking wide receivers because he's, he's, he's got a great feel for wide receivers. Imagine that. Well, yeah. So we're talking, and, you know, he's got some – I'll give you some of his opinions. It's going to come out today. He's got the same guy I have first, Malik Neighbors. Wait. I think a d- – does he have the same opinion that Jameis does? Did Malik Neighbors grow up near water? Yeah. Oh, I didn't ask Steve that. Wait a minute. Malik, Can you tell people what that means? Where's he from? What Jameis said? Well, Jameis said if you have, you have a way with water. <laughs> well, that was Mike. But he's talking about Mike, Mike Evans. Well, so. any any person who grows up near water. Okay. Because water doesn't Where did care. he play? Have you, are you familiar with Baton Rouge and where that is? Yes. It's a coastal area. Yeah, it is. Jameis well, says it's not he's from the muck. They've got a lake around. The, the, there's yeah, a lake I, at the campus. Yeah, well, that's still he, growing up near uh, water. Yeah, well, he didn't grow up near water if he just played at the school. I don't know how Jameis feels about man-made or lakes, but he said Galveston is because water doesn't care who you are. Right. It'll treat you how it treats you. It takes it, you where it Well, they also goes. took some shots at Galveston's water. It has no water. soul, he said. It has no soul. Yeah. So water, if you live near water, you're a different type of person because – if you're one with water, you know water's dangerous. See, some of that feels like you could be listening to Hicks and Gracie or listening to the guy from the Kung Fu show. What was his name? David Carradine. Yeah. Uh, feels like you could be listening to yeah, Yoda. Didn't he choke himself out? Uh, no. I don't think, oh, David Carradine might have been a self-asphyxiation. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. 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 Boy, we lost in, two in of them. Asia. Him and the NI. He did it in Asia. Him and the... Uh, so I'm I'm out it, on him. The I N uh, what's his name? Um, he, he lost. I need credibility. you to the night. Why? NXS. Because he killed himself trying to have. <laughs> NXS lead singer, and karate guy. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? And then Yoda also would say stuff like that. And Jameis <sighs> Williams. I mean Jameis Williams. Jameis Winston. I will. I know. <laughs> tie the <laughs> tie the belt to my neck. Did you ever see uh, the uh, where Robin Williams, his uh, Robin Williams' son killed himself the same way? Trevor Otto's- Bauer, where are you? Trevor oh Bauer, no! Anyway, uh, Malik Neighbors. I was talking about wide receivers, but what it's happened? easy for us. We got to gotta break it. Just, break just it. when we come back, yeah. we'll we'll, we'll fi- fix the text. We'll figure that. We'll, we'll fix, fix the text. We'll yeah, we'll fix the tape. We're gonna. Erase all that, Dell, and we're going to start over on Malik Neighbors. Yeah, let's get because off of auto-erotic of, of auto-erotic asphyxiation, and let's get to stacking wide receivers, okay? And fixing the text. One does not try problems. to choke themselves out. You either do or you don't. Chuck. <laughs> oh. To serve Craig, you need to talk of Jameis Winston's Yoda's Joda. He lived by the water he lives. <laughs> or is that Kermit? Uh, Craig DeSurf. Love Craig DeSurf. Love the fact that he is he's doing something special for Buicks. I'm really going to focus on this because I this is too good a deal for me to pass up with my own son. They've got deals right now on... Um, oh, buying him a car. On the Buick. Yeah, he's, he's got to get... We got to get him a car. just finding this out? He, we got to get him a car. No, but this is what they've got. I, I can tell you about their APR financing and all that, but did you know that you can get... 
the Buick Envision, a Buick Envision vehicle preferred, which is uh, you can get it for as low as $99 a month with no money down. $99 on a lease, on a 24-month lease. That's incredible. Now, there are some... Uh, there are some details that you need to, uh, for the complete details, you need to ask the dealership about that. But you might qualify for $99 a month. Uh, but even if you don't, you could be looking at $299 a month. $299 a month for a lease for the Buick Envision. It's got great space on the interior. It's very sporty. It's got about, uh, we're, we're up near 30 miles per gallon on um, on the uh, the city, not city driving, but on open road driving, and it's really going to have the cool features on the interior that you like or that you love. And how about zero dollars down? You don't have to put anything down. This is a great opportunity. They're trying to move the 2023 Envision so they can get more of the 2024s on the uh, grounds. So make sure you take advantage of this great offer with their uh, with their leases. And you know, I have some specific needs in terms of mileage that I want to put on it uh, for my son because he lives, you know, in Tuscaloosa. So we're doing that, and they'll work with you on all of that. They are the best at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. They'll help you for, with payments. They'll help you with trade-in value. They'll help you with lease amounts or purchase uh, years. It doesn't matter. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Go to LanceZCars.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of non-human intelligence. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone yeah. you're back in the veritex community bank studios with john granado and lance zerline 718 19 now uh, espn 97.5 and 92.5 all right, so you got Malik Neighbors ain't lasting to twenty three. No, no, no. I've got Malik Neighbors as the number one player in the draft. Yeah. Well, you said I, I like Malik Neighbors. What did you? What were you? What were you bringing up there? He well, will be around for that. You said no. you want the Texans to take no, wide receiver. No, I was receiver. just saying. I was I was talking about the the wide receiver draft, and it brought up oh yeah, Steve Smith called, you, and I, it is weird that I have conversations about quarterbacks with Kurt Warner, running backs with Terrell Davis. He don't work there anymore, but we did at one point. And then uh, Steve Smith will – oh, and Maurice Jones-Drew, too. We talk running backs. Although MJD, his – I'm not sure about some of his evaluations. If you went to UCLA, you're the best back ever. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, it's not its not even – you can't take him serious on anybody from UCLA. <laughs> Nobody. No position. Because he's such a homer. And then uh, Steve Smith, and I'm like, 10 years ago, I could have never imagined having – when we're doing – or 11 years ago, when we're doing – 1560 stuff. I could have never imagined having a conversation with a guy that I've, you know, how you just fear people that, you know, you'll never meet like, man, I don't know. Not any part of Steve Smith. I've seen all that. And then I meet Steve Smith in person. Same thing with Willie McGinnis. Like, Ugh. Oh no. Willie McGinnis. Well, you, you pissed Willie McGinnis off first day. He didn't even know who I was. And I left a mess all over the locker room, yeah. which was very small. Because I, I had to hurry and get my my clothes out and put stuff on so I could get on TV. It was I was running late because the flight got delayed. I came in there and my stuff was all put up on a table. And Willie goes, "That's yours." Like, oh no. <laughs> he goes, "Oh yes, sir. Uh, yes, Willie." And I'm older than Willie. I don't. Well, actually, I don't know that I am. But I said, "Yes, Willie," and he goes, "We don't do that here. You have respect for this locker room." I'm like, this is the worst start to work <laughs> oh, in the NFL. 
Now, I got to where I actually got along really well with Willie McGinnis. But Steve Smith's talking about wide receivers. Malik Neighbors, I'm telling you, Malik Neighbors may be the first wide receiver off the board. I talked to a team that needs a wide receiver that has a high Ooh, pick. You're going to have, wow. That's fine. I talked to a wide, I'm like, I've got Malik Neighbors higher in my grades. And I talked to a team who's got a big need at quarterback and wide receiver. And we're talking, I'm talking with, now this guy is a personnel exec, but he's not, you know, a head decision maker. And we're talking, and he's almost matter-of-factly talking about, I'm talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. He goes, yeah, man, in any other draft, he said, you know, he'd be way up there, but he's good. But, yeah, I mean, you just, you're not going to, Rome and Malik are just better. And I'm like, damn. He, I said, who do you have one? He said, oh, Malik. And I'm like, I do too. I, I'd heard no one talk about that. Steve Smith watched. He goes, I said, well, how do you have him stacked, Steve? He goes, I can't tell you that. You'll find out tomorrow. I said, I already know you. You have Malik Neighbors one. He goes, how do you know I have Malik Neighbors one? I said, because you do. He said, I do. How, but how do you know that? I said, because you watch tape. And it's on tape. And Malik Neighbors is better than Marvin Harrison. Or he's maybe got a higher ceiling. He's not as polished as as Marvin Harrison Jr. It's so I'm, what I'm telling you is it, this draft is going to be more interesting than people think. Malik Neighbors could go ahead of ahead of Marvin H- Harrison. So who could be there at 23? So Brian uh, Thomas, Thomas from LSU could be a player. I think he's going to be there at 23. Steve Smith thinks all the receivers are going to have a big fall after the top three that no one's going for a long time. That's actually possible. Thomas could be the fourth wide receiver off the board with as early as 23 being the case to the Texans. Uh, no, no, we're not 23. Are, are we 23? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, we're 24. 24, yeah. No. And I think, is it? No, no. We're... 27, right? Yeah. Right, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we're, we win in the playoffs. We don't lose in the playoffs. Yeah, we do. Oh, you're right. We do lose. But we have the Browns pick. We have. So yes. I think it is 23. Which is 23. Yeah. So yeah. it's 23, not 24. That's I knew. Yes. You're yeah, it's confusing 23. me. It's 23. Yeah. So anyway, uh, well, you told me 24, and that really got me confused. No, that's what – okay. Just it's 23, like I said. So Brian Thomas, you know, you could pay a lot of money for T. Higgins, but this this is the point, and this is a point Daniel Jeremiah made on the Moving the Sticks podcast I did yesterday. He goes, when you draft – he goes, drafting a guy like Brock Bowers, okay, what you pay a tight end in his second contract – isn't going to be vastly different than what you pay him from the first contract. It'll be more. He said, but a wide receiver, it's substantially more in the second contract. He said, so the thought for teams is, why would I not draft wide receiver in the first round where I have club control an extra year and I get him at, you know, whatever it is, $2 million a year before it goes to 20 if he's really good or 18 or 17 where you could get Brock Bowers go from two to eight, but to make it more worth your while, you draft wide receivers, and you kind of, you know, you create a what is it called? It's the amortization or how, what, where it where it evens out. What's the word for where you even out the cost over a certain amount of time? So if you have a wide receiver for ten years, well, if you if you get a if we go get T Higgins or Mike Evans, you're paying retail price. Yeah, right. When you draft them, you get to pay just like with the Astros, right? Just like with the Rockets, just like with anyone you draft, just like C.J. Stroud right now, you get to pay wholesale price. You get discounted rates, deeply discounted. So you want discounted rates for the first five years before you have to make a decision on the heavier pay. And when he was explaining that, because he he said that's how teams are looking at this, I realized, and that's why wide receivers are getting pushed up now because they're expensive. The most expensive positions are getting pushed up. Well, and and look at the the, the 
proves out. Like Saquon or Josh Jacobs would be about twelve million. Mike Evans, I've seen thirty million. I mean, that's that's dumb. crazy, crazy money. But it's going to be twenty plus. It's going to be mid twenties or higher. I mean, that, Mike Evans is a, a thousand yard receiver for ten straight years. Nobody but Cherry Rice does that. But but you know who benefited from it? Tampa. The Tampa did. Yeah. Tampa did. But he's still good. Now you get older and high high price tag. Yes. Version. Yeah. You know that's what you get. But your but but your point is well taken in that you can go and get a free agent running back at the after they they're gone or uh, after four years you get that extra year of an expensive guy. In, in in a wide receiver yeah. or left tackle or defensive end. Yeah. Premium position. Premium position. And that's why you look at this draft, it's going to be a ton of corners, tackles, defensive ends, quarterbacks, and wide receivers. Those are going to be the five, and, and Brock Bowers and Byron Murphy. That may be it. Brock Bowers and Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy, Texas, defensive tackle. Brock Bowers, tight end, Georgia. They may be the only guys who aren't offensive linemen or Guys who catch or wide receivers, cornerbacks, pass rushers, tackles, quarterbacks. Yeah. It's 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 crazy how this draft is going to go. And so the Texans may be able, but I'm telling you this, this is going to be such a good second round for receivers with Roman Wilson, uh, Lad McConkey, potentially A.D. Mitchell, although Daniel Jeremiah is fairly certain A.D. Mitchell goes in the first round from Texas. You may have a chance to trade out of the first Pick up yeah, a, a, a future first. Pick up a future first if somebody wants to come up and get like a Bo Nix, maybe. Trade, like maybe, let's say New England says, hey, we want to get Bo Nix. They drafted a wide receiver at at, oh. at, at three, and they come and get Bo Nix. I'll trade back to 33 if I get your first round next year. I'll be more than happy to take your first round next year, New England, because you're going to suck, more than likely. So, and, and I'll still get a really good wide receiver in the second round. So I'm starting to think wide Defensive line in free agency, I think, is where you need to do it, or or pass rush because you can get pass rush in the first round. But I'm with you. I would I would personally let Grenard go. Would you let Grenard go? <clears throat> it depends on what is out there. Or I'd let him test the market. I, I'm not gonna say I'd let him go. I let him go test the market, and if he comes back and he's reasonable, I'm re-signing him. Uh, if he's reasonable, if yeah. he goes and finds out, well, maybe that ain't out there. But he is considered. He's a top ten to twelve or fifteen free agent out there. He's going to get paid. So your pass rushers. Um, here's the thing: your pass rushers. I'll bring this. I'll bring this up for you, and you see what you think. Update. Okay, your pass rushers in free agency this year are going to be Leonard Williams. Well, he's a you know big defensive lineman. Yeah. Leonard Williams. So Daniel Hunter. Yeah. Not going to get tagged. Uh, Carl Lawson, I'm not touching. Randy Gregory, don't have any interest. Marcus Davenport, I could see Marcus Davenport being of some interest for the Texans because he fits the physical profile. Um, Zadarius Smith, but he's 31. That's all right. Uh, not a huge fan. Well, but Yannick you Ngakwe know is always productive the, and always on the move. Yeah, but he's a problem. Always on the he's move. A problem. Chase Young. No, nothing. Injury? Yeah, I mean... Leonard Floyd? He's nope. 31 now. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong. Josh Allen is going to be a... Uh, Brian Burns. Brian Burns is 100% somebody I would target. Yep. And you got money. And you got some money. Caleb you- on, Chase on, nah. 
He's young, though. You draft a defense. Okay, even if you don't like Newton, maybe you trade down. Uh, Josh Uche could be a guy that they take a look at. Uche, yeah. Uh, um, Even if you trade down, you pick up a Brian Burns in free agency and you pick up a a Newton in in the draft, and you're better. Yeah. I mean, even if I don't, you know, I don't always agree with where Texans take guys. I, I, I like Juice Scruggs a lot. I thought he should have gone in the third, but it doesn't matter. Just go get good players who are going to fit you. Josh Uche is 25 years old from the New England Patriots. Um, he only had three sacks last year, but he had 11 and a half sacks the year before. Three sacks this last year. They they project him at about $8.3 million annual salary. See, that's the kind, that's of, guy, the kind of guy. That's the kind of guy is you could let Grenard walk, go get Josh yep. Uche, you know, go target the Brian Burns one. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Uche is a backup. And then you go target Chris Jones as a defensive tackle. Then you have Justin Matabuike as a backup. And frankly, Justin Matabuike is going to be your number one, probably your number one defensive line target potentially because um, he can rush also, which is what you want. But he's not a run stopper. He's a rusher. So you got to be, you know, you better have a plan on getting a, a run plugger at some point in the draft. But that also, that's also one of those positions that you, man, I can't tell you how many people you could bring DJ Reader back if you wanted. It's just he's been injured so much that I, you know, I mean, he he just has a hard time staying on the field full time. That I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to do that. But some of the run pluggers, DJ Reader, I mean Grover Stewart from the Colts. Grover Stewart can play. All right, we got to break it here. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five, a couple of. Um, well, we'll we got to talk about some changes that are coming to college football and then maybe baseball. And we'll talk about NBA on the other or side. college. I mean, uh, in, uh, Major League Baseball or college? Major League Baseball. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. Right now, I'm talking about Doc Manavis. I'm talking about your enlarged prostate. I'm talking about you getting up in the middle of the night multiple times. I'm talking about you not being able to start and stop, you not being able to hold it. Uh, your pee, you not be, you having to go multiple times and within hours, and it's just like I can't anymore. Just I just can't anymore. <laughs> My wife, I see. I don't know because I'm always you know have a lot of. Um, uh, liquids. I did I, so. My wife the other night was like, "I'm glad you're not drinking beer because you'd be you know, getting up and going to the bathroom all the time." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't have to anymore." But I don't. Here's the deal: is if you don't drink nearly as much as I do, and you have to go to the bathroom all the time, chances are you have an enlarged prostate. You need to get that checked out, and you need to do that at uh, at nine seven five prostate dot com. And Doc Manavis has the best procedure period 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 do not get an operation if you have an enlarged prostate just get the iv with doc manavis you need to see doc manavis if you have an enlarged prostate she's the one to see 975prostate.com espn 97.5 and 92.5 you're hooked up with it you hooked up with it you decided to marry it i told you i wasn't into it you said it didn't matter You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Um, 713-780-3776 is the number if you'd like to get in here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You are more than welcome to do that. <clears throat> um, so uh, 5 plus 7 came out yesterday. 5 plus 7, uh, college football playoff. 
the top four, obviously, and they are going to be, even if you are... This was, by the way, this was expected. Yes. Yeah. This, even if you're not ranked, if you're a... a you agree with it? If I mean, if you're not a highly ranked team, let's say you're in the teens and you win the ACC, they're going to get a first round by. But you're a conference champ. Not a, well. If they're not, you, I'll the, let Dell jump in on this because he used to have a college football podcast before he got canceled. I didn't. Um, what do you mean by canceled? Well, I assume that's why you don't do it anymore. Did you get canceled? No. Well, people I don't me. do it anymore because. It's not fun when your team stinks um, to do oh. college football every every couple two times a week. But I believe how they they set it up is, and they did this specifically, is that they just say that the four highest ranked conference champions. They're not going to mention a group of five at all, be, but a group group of five is certainly considered. So let's say the ACC, right. ACC finishes twelfth, but a group of five team like Cincinnati in the past finished fourth. They be in there. They Cincinnati would take the right. take a spot right, away right, from a group of five. Right, right. As well, a that's five. the five. I, yeah. I'm counting the group of five as a conference champion. Okay, okay. Yes, the group. Of, those are the five. The group of five plus the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the SEC. Yes, those are the five. Yes. So whether so it could be now Cincinnati's in the Big Twelve now. So let's just say, let's just say Tulane has a great year. They would take, and the ACC is fifteenth. They get a buy, and the ACC wouldn't. Right, correct, correct. Um, the ACC then would be the fifth. Then they they would be fifth. They, fifth seed. They play on the first weekend and host the game. Would be the group of five team be the fifth seed if it's uh, like ranked twenty second? Yes, as the the lowest ranked conference champion. As the lowest ranked, that no, that would be the fifth. That would be the fifth seed. No matter, no matter, no matter what, what you're, they're the champion. Yes. Okay. So the the five through eight will host the first round, and if, uh, one through four will get buys. the The winners go on to play at bowl sites. Yes, the winners go on to play bowl sites with, against one through. And four. the thing that isn't mentioned in some articles, but someone pointed it out. I saw as on a tweet. No matter where Notre Dame is ranked, they're playing that first weekend because they're not a conference champion. Right. So they could be the best team in the country, but they're not getting a buy. And they're playing on the first weekend. Yes, they will not. They will not until they bite the bullet and join a conference. What would you do to flip and change anything? <laughs> would you do anything different than what they're doing? I mean, I like them, I like them punishing Notre Dame. But if I was, be- <laughs> but if I mean that. but if I was being unbiased, I'd say maybe you make it. I don't. May, maybe you make a Notre Dame provision, like if they're the considered a top four team. They get they a buy. Playing a semi ACC schedule. schedule, you know they pl- they'll, they'll play a USC. They'll play yeah. teams, but they could eat, they could abuse it by not playing. Sure, and be Notre Dame run, and uh, still, but yeah. they've never done that in the past, no. so we don't expect. But them to. you can't trust them. You can't well, trust those people. Why? Is it because they're Catholic? Mm-hmm. Well, because they're are they the, the Catholics or the criminals? Which ones are those? Well, I mean, that's it's up for some debate. Sometimes they start a fight and they blame the Miami Hurricanes, right. but whatever. But yeah. I don't know right now if I change anything. The interesting thing is that they're going to give the Pac-12 that doesn't really exist, but the two teams who are still involved, Washington State and Oregon State, a full share if they if, some, if they make it. So they're still involved because the contract isn't actually up. It's been extended. So I think it has two more years on the current contract. So for the next two years, if Washington Washington State and Oregon State will, would get a full share of the uh, of the of playoff money, even That's though nice, yeah. <laughs> 
That is nice for them. Holy crap. That's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot. What was it? A $7.8 billion deal. Well, for them, I think, I don't know. I have to get into specifics, but I think it's contingent on a several, a couple of things, but they're still, they're not treated like a lesser than for the next couple of years because they are the Pac-12. Yeah. Those two are the Pac-12 going forward. Now they'll play Mountain West schools. They got a deal going so they can actually fill out a schedule, but they'll be treated like a normal Pac-12 conference for the next couple of years. That's crazy. Crazy. But they're not getting an automatic bid. No. No. No, no they can't. A, they've eliminated the Yeah, Pac-12 but if they make it somehow, somewhere. Right, they could make it. And they'll get a share. Yeah. They'll get that share. Um, so uh, I like it. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. We'll I'm fine. See. I mean, I you know, for me, I'm I'm pretty hardcore about. I think it's six, and that would be best. And you have the the buys. I think that would be best. Eight at the most. Twelve is just too much for me. But I'm sure I'll be watching, and it'll, it'll go away. I, I think it could be better, but um, I'm sure it's not going to matter once we get started. It's, it's like anytime there's a change. Is. Oh, this is going to be ter- – oh, it's okay. We don't care. It's fun. We got more football. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. It'll probably be like that. I still think that it needs to – the regular season needs to matter. Greatness it's, needs to matter. As soon as we get a couple of upsets, it's going to be are, great. I think people are going to dislike it. No, I think if they're going to love it. If one goes out – That's what made the NCAA basketball tournament great. Do you think they're going to love it when somebody gets hurt and everyone complains about – their draft about how they shouldn't be playing in this game and should have opted out because no. now you have more playoff, players. No one will. Say I that. do. What are you going to do though if you select a team and then you have players opt out? If they're a if they're a twelve and they're like we're not going to we're not advancing and you have players opt out for I the think draft. The twelve that's a problem. would be the happiest to be there if you want to know the truth. Well, at that, but the team may be, but players who. Players who who want to start their draft stuff. If you opt out, I don't know if it will happen. I'm no, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying because some people you, do you are telling the NFL Jackson something. Smith if you're and, opting out of a playoff, Jackson game. Smith and Jigba. Basically, well, you don't opt that. Well, you can also have a nagging injury that. Well, you know if what you I have mean? a nagging injury, you have a nagging injury. Well, Jackson Smith and Jigba just didn't come back. Right, because he wanted well, to save but his they, stock. He, that wasn't a playoff game. He wanted to save his stock. That wasn't a playoff um, game. But they did go to the playoffs that year. They went to the playoffs. C.J. Stroud, uh, wasn't that the year that no, last C.J. Year he, or was it the year before? No, they, it was a Rose. Jack Smith and Jibba, and Jibba had oh, a big no, game. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, you're right. He, he had the Rose big Bowl. game. Yeah. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave no. didn't show up for the Rose Bowl. Well, wait. When was Smith and Jibba out for the whole year? Wasn't that Was that last year? He might have been hurt yeah, last year. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year with C.J. Stroud. But he was hurt. He got hurt early. Yeah, he got hurt early and then didn't come back. And everyone's like, this doesn't take Two months well, to he come back. Well, he didn't opt out of a playoff game. He opted well, out, of opted out of the N- season. NFL scouts believe he opted out of the season without saying it. Yeah. Okay. Same way that Stingley opted out of a season. It didn't hurt those guys. No. Uh, it'll hurt, though, if you're there all year and you're going to the playoffs and you say, I'm not playing. That that will definitely hurt. And, and, and rightfully so. We'll see. I mean, we're talking about stuff that hasn't happened we'll see we'll find out whether or not guys how guys are going to look at it i think i think you you tell something about yourself if you're not going to be there for a playoff game no i, the, I agree with you i just i don't want it to screw up the playoffs i, I think that there are some things we have to end we've done a piss poor job of anticipating issues so far with college football whether it's nil and all that stuff with piss poor job i don't know how people have missed the transfer portal and the nil and what the issues are going to be and no one had thoughts about it I think they need to be thinking about okay, if guys opt out of key situations, what are we what are we going to do? Do we have a backup plan where another team gets in? Can you punish? Because you can't punish a team. 
once you put them in there. Is there a timetable for what? Well, I mean, the opt out stuff happens way, way later. You have until mid January to opt back in. So I just think that's one thing to keep an eye on. I think if you keep it to six, you don't probably have that. But we are going to deal with that at some point. At some point, a good player is going to opt out. Yeah, because they're saying they're saying I need money, and if they don't tie nil to this, and somebody ends up getting hurt, the big outcry is going to be. You're making them play extra football. Well, like you seven, make... eight point eight billion dollars in this playoff. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. what are they doing about NIL? No, 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 no. Well, here's the problem with what, everything that you, you the, the the lack of a gr- governing body forever in the NCAA and how weak it's been. NCAA and used how to be horrific strong. It's been. Mark Emmert has been was the worst the worst CEO in any business ever. Mark Emmert was awful. And he was the worst guy to take the NCAA through this period of change. And so now he's going, we'll find out whether or not they can grab anything back. 744, on the other side, we talk baseball uh, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But right now, you're talking about QC. I'm talking about QC Kinetics and what they do for you. Man, wouldn't you like to be outside in this weather playing your golf, playing your tennis, playing yeah. your pickleball, playing disc, disc golf? No. You may have a bad shoulder. It's bothering no. your, your backhand throws. Golf. Yeah, okay, well, you could do that. Uh, maybe you just want to walk, you want to run, you want to hike. Man, if you've got chronic pain in your joints, it makes it really tough. I mean, it makes it tough just staying asleep through the night for some people who have chronic pain because they sleep a certain way in their bed and then their knees hurting, their backs hurting, their shoulder hurts. I feel the hip hurts. I feel bad for you, and I, I want to see you get better. And the best way to do that is with QC Kinetics because it's regenerative medicine, and it regenerates and restores damaged tissue in your joints with the body's healing power that's concentrated, supercharged, put back in the joint. It works. It's worked for professional athletes for decades. It's now available to people just like you and me. My wife had it, and it made all the difference in the world with her being able to uh, prepare for the Berlin Marathon. Just a huge uh, breath of fresh air is having to do that without surgery, without downtime without using the you know the pain medicine or even getting steroid shots it really can't happen four locations in houston set up your consultation today qckinetics.com we're espn 97.5 and 92.5 thriving on chaos i'm here to kill chaos that's my chaos John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, good news for Dell. Yep. Baseball not only is not going to cut back on their schedule, but they're going to add teams. Good news, Dell. More teams. teams? You tell me, where's the best spots for expansion? Baseball is not, this is the second longest. By the way, is Oakland a done deal? I mean, is Las Vegas, Las Vegas is not a, is it a done it's deal? It's a done deal. They okay, just don't have any place to play for a couple years. You had the mayor coming out like, you guys need to go back to Oakland. Well, Did you see that recently where yeah. she came out and said that during the Super Bowl? Well, they're going to play games in maybe Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento needs baseball. Well, they're playing in a minor league stadium now for a couple uh, of years, right? Well, it's yeah. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, How is their win total not 41? That's what Toronto did it when they couldn't play during COVID. They went to Buffalo. It'll probably and be a better environment than yes, the then, minor then, league stadium. Then, oh, much better. Oh, you know what? They should care. play Sugar Lane. the Dynamo Stadium. Oh, yeah. 
22,000 oh, is too summer, many people. In the middle of summer, it'd be great. be perfect. <laughs> we wouldn't go see that. 22,000 is too big a stadium for them. You mean the place they call the nickname that gave it the oven at Dynamo <laughs> You think you want to play baseball? It does, <laughs> it does have a little capturing mechanism. Yes. <laughs> it does. Oh. <laughs> a little... Kind of like kind of like uh, we have with the uh, old Ranger Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, it was up high all the way around, my and man, it just choked Michael you out. Colt, Michael Connor, I think, went on. Uh, oh, I was road, there in the middle of summer. A road trip in the summer, and just said uh, it's it's the worst, ungodly it was afternoon worst. game too. Yeah, who would go to that? So the the leader in the club. So here's the two, the couple of the leaders, and you tell me where it would be best: Austin slash San Antonio. Mm, I, it's tough because I don't think it will. I think people. I think people will. But here's the thing: Austin's pretty much just transplants now. I don't. Yeah, it has to be an indoor stadium and I, a I, baseball I, stadium. They can't. I don't go. think it will. And look, you'd you'd almost have to make it. You can't do it in. Do you, do you do it in Austin? Like, do you do it in San Antonio? Do you put it equidistant where, where both of them, like in New yeah. Braunfels area? Yeah. You can't, like, somewhere like that? I don't know. Austin has piss poor infrastructure in, infrastructure when it comes to oh, no, parking and stuff yeah. like that. So, and the traffic. So, well, I don't if it's know. in Austin, it won't be a San Antonio team. And if it's in San Antonio, it won't be an Austin team. It's going to have to have be have somewhere to pick in between. One or the other. Yeah. Well, no, you have to pick one or the other. Or you have so, to try to. You don't want to. You don't want to. You want to draw from the two markets. But then everyone's making a drive every time. You don't want that to be the case. Well, you want it to be some easy stuff too. Yeah, I don't. Well, San Antonio is big enough to, right, to next, have it themselves. Next up, Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I don't know about. I don't. Yeah, I think Charlotte makes some sense. Two point seven million is their population. Mm-hmm. Population between uh, Austin and San Antonio is over. Is 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 over five million? But if you've got to drive forty minutes, forty five minutes to a game, would that make you less likely to go? I don't go? think so. No, no, no would it make no. you less likely to go? It make me less likely it to would. go. Yeah, I if I got to drive forty five minutes, I ain't getting season tickets. Um, no, it'd be it'd be, definitely be harder for season. Well, tickets. you haven't been deprived. You've been in a major city your almost entire adult I ain't life. Driving forty five minutes for a season ticket, you would. You get want to lost, sell season though. tickets? There's the problem. You would get lost. No, I have maps. I don't get I, lost. I'm anymore. not gonna call you. You sp- can do the fall down thing, but you can't do the lost thing. <laughs> I'm anymore. not gonna call. <laughs> I'm not gonna call you spoiled, but you have lived in a major city where you've had access to your sports team relatively easily. For people you still in don't that, go. for well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <too> easy. <laughs> that's true. Well, for for people in that area who haven't had access to that, they may think the forty five minute trip is a okay. It's fine. Short term, yes. Yeah. Long term, this is a long term. Depends play. on how to good me, the team is. It would be the first. Wouldn't it be the first time you've ever tried to pluck a ba- baseball? Is hard enough to to get people to lock in when you plunk a team down. You're gonna. You can't ask people to drive forty five minutes either way. They found that it is much better to be in a an urban area, especially a downtown yes. area. Yes, because you draw from San those, Antonio. Those businesses. You might be yes. better off doing it in San Antonio. Maybe, maybe um, Mexico City. Yes. 21 million people. Mexico City. I think that's got to be the Now, getting around Mexico City supposedly is a nightmare. But Mexico City, you're going to have baseball fans there already? Oh, I think 100% that's the one that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the metro area, 21.8 million people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we can go to Canada, okay, we can go to South United States, okay, Mexico. We can go there. We can do that. Nashville. 
Do you know their city population in Nashville is only 689,000? That can't be true. Yeah. And Everyone now, was moving there. Everybody's moving there. That, that must well, be. Well, two, two million in the metro area. Uh, that's got to be. Uh, right. Oh, two million, like we have in the metro area. Well, okay, no, that we have. Four million. Five. Yeah. No, we're growing. Yeah, we're big. No, we're growing. Yeah. We're as big. We're getting as big, almost as big as Chicago now. That's mm-hmm. how big we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando. No. Portland. Nah. No. No, thanks. Raleigh. Nah. Nah. San Jose. Maybe. I don't know enough about San Jose. Dell, you're our resident San Jose guy. Do you, is there enough? What's it like? When you How am I the resident? Because well, you lived in Orange County. No, I didn't. You lived. It's not even close. Where did you there. live? You lived somewhere out there. I lived in Los Angeles Long County, Beach, right? Long Beach. Is that near is San Jose? LA. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not at all. San Jose's a little north of you, but it's not. A little north? Yeah. A little? Well, you just got rid of Oakland, so San Jose maybe one. makes a little bit of sense. They yeah. do play They, they, they uh, a, ho- a hockey team. And they have there. a soccer team yeah. as well. They have a soccer team. They might. It might work. Might work. Might work. And they would want to go there as opposed to Salt Lake. That's, Where they'd love to have that's it is the Austin. other possibility. They'd love to have it in Austin, but I'm telling you, finding pro, finding the location. You're right. Downtown is what needs they're to happen. Right. you got to try to make it happen. They don't, there's no room downtown in Austin. They, It's just tents. a gigantic Too many mess. That place is a mess. Yeah. it's it, Austin used to be really cool. It's way less cool than it used it's to be. It's like South Portland now. Oh, no, it's a lot like a San Francisco-Portland combination, but it's beautiful. I mean, there's areas yeah. around. It's still really, there's still really cool places, but um, it's, I just honestly, I think that because they can't expand roadways and all that stuff. They need to, they need to find a city planner someday. Yeah, somebody might want to come in with some city planning. Go eminent domain and just start snapping up people's houses. And just, well, well, I'm sorry. Chavez Ravine, it worked out well. But now they have so many people that you couldn't you couldn't do the traffic stuff that we're doing that has lasted for billions of years. You couldn't do that because you like Austin can't afford to have any construction being done during drive time. None. No. It would take people four hours to get no, home. No, no, no. Not like I care. No. Uh 713-780-3776. If you want to get in, anything we talked about, we got we got some Astros stuff to talk about as well on the other side. Uh, but right now we're talking about Home Bank. Since 1908, Home Bank's been around. Business and personal banking solutions for you. They are local. They've got five locations here River Oaks, Sugarland, Gulf Freeway, Baybrook, Friendswood. Visit home24bank.com to find out the location exactly where it is. I know there's one in, on Westheimer right there at Wesleyan. If you're looking for the one near River Oaks, it's right there. And they got great stuff going on. 4.75% APY on a 14-month CD, but you got to put in at least $2,500. How about 5.15% on a 7-month CD? See, if you've got some excess cash laying around in savings, why not, you know, and you're not going to use it over the next seven months, get 5.15% on it. Get some, Make some money. Let your money make money for you. So this is the annual percentage yield, 5.15% on a seven-month CD or 4.75 on a 14-month CD. Minimum balance, $2,500. Let your money work for you. Visit home24bank.com for more information. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5.com. Sports Scooby Snacks. No one seems to be here, Scoob. And by the looks of this pad, I don't blame them.